0: The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary voidwork prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Welcome back to the Generous Stories. Myself, John. I'm Owen. I'm Sam. Today we have Pete. Stoughton, the, the governor, <laughs> the governor, Pete the Stoughton.
1: How's <laughs> things, Pete.
2: Yeah, I'm all right. Thank you very much. Um, Honoured to be here. Yeah. Well, thanks so, for coming. Uh, cheers for coming. Yeah, it'll be uh, come on, get your story. We'll talk about what you do, right? What you do now, what you've done in the past. To get your, it's uh, more of a unlicensed scene today, but you I'm sure.
1: Yeah, done a yeah. lot of amateurs. Spent yeah, spent most of my um, childhood in amateur yeah.
2: boxing. All right then. Well, what we'll do, we'll peel it right back and we'll ask you. How did it start? How well, did it all
1: start? So it started for me as a thirteen-year-old um, boxing for Graysham ABC, which isn't Gracie, obviously, um, with a trainer called Brian, Brian Skipsey. Uh, I had about four or five fights there, lost them all. <laughs> right, <laughs> and then I went over to St. Mary's. So I had a couple of seasons over at St. Mary's, <laughs> had about 15, 20 fights, boxing the junior ABAs, boxed at open class, basically. Who was the train? So get... Charlie and Fred Ludlow. Fred Ladlow? You was there when Freddie was yeah, there? Yeah, I was there. <laughs> so from Gravesend, after losing five fights on the trot, I went down to St. Mary's. Um reason being there was a there was a guy down there who I thought who actually beat me called Matthew Cook. And uh after I boxed him we were having a chat and Charlie said to me, if you ever want to come down, come down. Problem I had with at Graves is I was training with all my mates and we used to fuck about and stuff like that. I wasn't really focused. So I went down to St Mary's, top of Luton Road. It's like a totally different level of sawdust, now. Spit and sawdust, mm. full of game boys, you know, really game boys. The sparring was really hard. And um yeah, I excelled there, done well, went in the junior ABAs, went in a few championships, never won the championships, always felt a a little bit too short. Um so yeah, I had a couple of seasons there. Um would you have said that when you went to St. Mary's, you sort of come into your own? It was hard. The sparring was hard. The the kids were different. Do you know what I mean? A little bit rougher you know, and it was uh it was just harder, yeah. You just you just had to fit in or fuck off, do you know yeah. what I mean? It was one of them. And uh I used to used to spar with a lad called Michael Wright, it's probably one of the most successful amateurs out there. He boxed Nazim. I mean, if you know then you know sort of oh, you know yeah, them, yeah. But, Boxed as has him four times. Um, he 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 won everything, and I used to spar with him. He sort of took me under his wing, sort of thing. I'm not saying that's the reason why I got better, but it's just a club in general. It was just a it iron just, sharp design, like it. Yeah, it was just an hard club, and it was just one of them. And uh, I excelled in it, you know, done all right. But I was never, I was never great. Do you know what I mean? I always fell short. I think a lot of it, to, looking back, was to do with bottle really. Right. So when I yeah. used to get the semi-finals, finals, and the little kids had busted noses, badges all over their yeah. So I used to think, Weight, I was 57 kilos, yeah, 57 kilos, so I was featherweight, Yeah. I was only a kid then, Um, and then, I couldn't imagine you fighting a featherweight. Yeah, then I sort of oh. turned 16, 17. And then for the next fucking ten years, oh, that took a turn, <laughs> then, for the next ten years, I've kind of drifted off raving and stuff like that. But I actually did. I went over to Essex and Boxford, Dagenham under the Durrell uh, yeah. father and son, Johnny and Johnny Darrell Senior, and Johnny Durrell Junior. So I had a couple of seasons there, um, but it was the same thing. I'd go out raving for six months, come back, have a fight, and tell everyone I was going to win the ABAs, and then go off fucking raving again. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, yeah, so in my 20s, I, I was there. I, I wasn't bad. I was a decent club boy, I suppose. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't a top lad again, obviously, because of my lifestyle. I just couldn't make up my mind if I wanted to be a boxer or, or or rave around the world like Um And then I had my brother was a boxer at West Ham, and I had a season now. Um it wasn't a great season, but I was with some good lads. Yeah. So Yeah, so I'd done that for uh, a season. It was, it was at West Ham then? West Ham, at this particular time, the trainers were Johnny Eames and a, and a, the senior trainer was a, a guy called Roy Andre. But at my <coughs> particular weight cast, I had Michael Lomax, Guy Wilde and a geezer called Sid Lee. They're all different ages, but they're all national champions. So, you know, if you went there, you were sparring one of the fuckers. Yeah. You know what I mean? and there was never a time when none of them was there. So, there was always <laughs> one there. Getting that. Yeah, um, yeah, and so it was a good experience there. My brother really excelled there. And when I was at Dagenham, he was, uh, there was never no sparring at Dagenham at the time. Now it's a really, really good club under uh, Danny O'Sullivan. Uh, I'm not too sure if he's retired now, but um, it was a really good club. It, it wasn't a great club, sorry, when I was at it, um, just because of the attendance and sparring. So Danny said, come over to West Ham. Normally, when boys go over to West Ham or Repton, they, they become really good. Mm. I went the other <laughs> <laughs> way. How, yeah. how old was you, how old were you um, at this I point? was probably 22, 23 right. then. And then I drifted off again, and then I met up with a, a guy at the time had a big influence on my life, Joey Pyle. And he was a professional promoter at the time. And I turned pro with him under Brian Hill. At a gym called Scallywags in um that's, that's the <laughs> name of the gym, yeah. Gym name that is yeah. <laughs> So um so I trained there, I trained for a pro de- debut and it got I was bunking the trains getting up there, they wanted me to train every day, I was skin all the time. Uh had a fight lined up, it didn't it didn't work out. I was earning a grand I was earning a grand on a Friday night and I thought to myself, fuck this boxing life, you know, I'll come back to it in, in due time and and I didn't, and I just drifted off into my thirties. Yeah. How old are you now? I'm forty-eight. Yeah. Yeah, you're younger than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I drifted <laughs> off insane. again. Of, of uh, yeah, went down a bit of a bad road, and then I come back to boxing just for one fight. Right. So I was, I was just going to come back for one fight. Said to me, missus I'm going to do an unlicensed fight," and that was when Joey Paul went from professional boxing. He went, back in at one yeah. license and it was the days of Caesars, a very well-known venue um so I it's not there anymore is it is no it's, it's been not knocked there. down it was when, yeah. when when boxing was at caesars it was rough it was ed butts it was all sorts yeah it was a rough wow. old nights boxing and uh there's a book about it now a book about the old days of caesars and the old unlicensed days and um Genuine yeah. like snatches. Yeah, it was all, obviously all, all that sort of malarkey. Yeah. The venue looked alright. It weren't like shitty venues, but yeah, I mean you bed like butts and stuff like that and no one would really say fuck all. I never used to do it, but I used to box normal. But um yeah, I've come back for one fight, had had yeah, I'd had a good year at Caesars. Yeah, it was uh, it was alright. And then um I was gonna do a show with Joey Pohl Junior. So we was going to do a show in Kent and uh, organise it and everything. And then Joe, I don't know, he, he had some problems. They're not really for me to talk about, but he had some problems mm-hmm. and he and he went off and he stopped promoting. And I thought to myself, you know what, I could do this myself. And um, <clears throat> that's where UKBC started. Yeah. yeah. What,
2: what year did UKBC start?
1: Uh, it was 2011.
2: So before we go on to the UK... Um, so UKB set yeah. what um when you was at Caesars, who did you uh, fight at Caesars? It was Joey
1: Parr, his dad was like he, at the time was like the godfather of London and it was all it was all that kind yeah, of yeah. is there
2: anyone of like who did you fight there who did I
1: know? fought everyone
2: there. I fought everyone you, there and I was I was Penny, the, you fought everyone in the country, yeah. mate. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there were
1: a couple of guys there who were meant to be the governors. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh as it says in Joey's book. Joe kicked them away from me. I would have smashed them to pieces. I can't. I don't even really want to say their names because they got podcasts, books, and no. stuff like yeah, that, yeah. And, it, and it just be a little bit muggy. So it puts us on the map. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all written in there with their names and all that. Lot, What's so. the book called? Uh it's called Unlicensed, Who Is the Governor? And uh, it's, it's got all the all the names in there, Lenny McLean, Roy Shaw, um Norman Buckland, myself, um yeah, lo- loads of lo- all yeah. the names in there. Yeah, it was a good old days. It was a right, right good night. If you if you boxed there, you'd never forget it. It was it was good. You know, I've I've been there before and the fucking shot's been fired. Right. In the oh. venue, you know. And, um, out. Yeah, it's some uh, yeah, there was some rough old times down there. I remember winning a fight once, sitting down at a table there with my family and a fucking champagne bottle was gone bang off the table. And we're like, oh, we're going now. Yeah, <laughs> some, some airy nights, but proper good atmosphere, you know, real, real good atmosphere.
2: Was it uh, had like, kill, kill or be killed type mentality?
1: It was and it weren't. I think it was only the geezers that couldn't fight that used to start headbutting people and stuff right. like that and get disqualified and stuff like that. But, I mean, I um, it was when Unlicensed first started and it was either street fighters, kickboxers, Travelers, It was that sort of thing. They weren't really great. And because I am at a box, it was pretty easy. It was target right. practice for me, you yeah. know. As it's gone on, it's evolved a bit more. You've got guys that are – I ain't going to say what they do, but they train every day. They eat them fucking meal packs. They train with professional trainers. They bang on their gear. They're fucking hard nights' work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're, you know. But back then, it, it, you know, they – yeah, they won't play. Was it
2: ropey like back then? With like
1: very much, so. yeah. You yeah, you, do you either turn like up or you get told either you're winning, losing, unless there was a lot of that in there. There was yeah. a lot of that in there with the governors and the ticket sellers and stuff like that. And I, I see that straight away. But um, yeah, it was it was kind of like that. But I I took it serious to be honest with you. I took it serious and and uh, yeah. No one fucked with you, then. <laughs> <laughs> You've probably been lucky. If you, if, you, if you had to put a number on it, how many fights do you reckon you had? Um, I had 40, probably 40 to 50 amateurs. Probably lost 49 of them. <laughs> yeah, back, back then, if you probably half and half. Back then, if you had a 50-50 amateur record, that was a good record. That was yeah. a good honest record because, you know, it ain't like today. You go in the gym Wednesday and you're training to so say you're fighting Friday you couldn't say oh can overlook have a look at him or oh I need oh, an eight week yeah, he yeah. was there training all the time ready to fight you yeah. know and there was none of this oh yeah but I won't fit the lads you were fighting were all fit so the amateur game back then you know it, it was I don't, know, I don't, I can't speak what it's like now because I'm not involved with it um, I've got a couple of lads I've trained but I don't call them or anything but it was uh, yeah 50-50 record won a bad record um, and license, I, I try counting sometimes and I write it down. And there's always ones I remember. Oh, what about w in Dublin? I don't really know, near, near enough hundred, maybe a little bit less, maybe a little bit more. Oh. Oh, maybe, you know. yeah. yeah, So
2: then, um, well, so when you started the after Caesars, then then you started, so
1: yeah, after Caesars, me and Joe was going to do a show on my own. Like I said, he had yeah. his own problems, he went off, so it was organized. It was our pretty much done a fight card and he, he sort of disappeared and I thought to myself you know what I can do this myself so i done my first show at Wonderlands in 2011 May 2000 that's Maidstone
2: Wonderland May didn't it yeah. Yeah. I
1: remember it and was, I yeah. didn't have a, I didn't have a club I had about six fighters we used to just go around to different clubs and can we use this space that's all I had, and I networked a little bit, and I put on a bill, a cracking bill, absolutely smashed it. I think there was about 600 people, 6,500 people, which for your first show is good. Yeah. Earned yeah. a, a nice lump of money, swore to everyone, I'm never going to do this again because of the stress. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll <laughs> fault on my own show. Okay. Fucking never do that. Yeah, again. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sitting there like fucking... Walking out, ready to walk out of the ring, and some geezer wants to sort out tickets with me and stuff like that. Your head just ain't there. Do you know what I mean? I nearly got ironed out as well. well also, you'll know probably go, You're the promoter, you're going to get looked after. Yeah, all I did that, oh, That's, oh, that's, that's that one that of the reasons why I went on the road and fought everyone because I stupidly enough, I'd done it again. And um, both the first time, I actually, I thought a geezer called Steve Yorath, big Welsh geezer, absolute. Nasty cunt to fight, like just, like laugh at you. Yeah, I think he kissed me on the cheek. <laughs> I hit him with an overhand right left foot to the body, he grabbed the hold of and kissed me on the cheek. Absolutely had to fight me heart out to win. And then um on the second one, I just I just ironed the fella out really quickly. And then I had a few, yeah, you pick your fights, this and that. And at a time, I don't give a fuck now, because I'm happy with what I've done in boxing, but at the time I was really sensitive to any criticism. And it really fucking hurt me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I thought, I don't pick fights. No. And um, so I thought, fuck it, i will never fighting in Kent again. I just went on the road and, and boxed everyone, anyone and everyone that wanted it. So yeah. Was, and abroad. But with the promoting, so, yeah, I had a really good first show. And then, um, yeah, and I've done it again. The money was a bit addictive, so you know. And then I've done a second one, which is even better. Swore blind to everyone. Don't, we ain't doing this again, so don't like I'm doing another. Don't sign up or anything like that. And, um, yeah, that was it, really. And, yeah, just got right into that. And now I do – I've got UKBC. I do KCCB, which is charity boxing with Wayne Morley. We're building the gym out of yeah. yeah at the moment, yeah, kind of like, yeah, yeah, i that, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. building a gym out, for the, you know, for the proceeds of it, you know, everyone yeah, yeah, like does yeah. charity boxing, oh, you go yeah. to cancer, and you're like, yeah, yeah, you're sticking a five in it, well with ours, you get a visual receipt, for where your money is, like we go over there, with a the team, and you see them building it, and all bits and pieces, it's a long drawn out process, obviously, it's in Uganda, isn't it, but, um, so I do that, Um I do Kings Promotions, with Matt Sims, which is K1, and, yeah, yeah. K1 kickboxing yeah. and all that lot. MMA um,
2: with that? Yeah, yeah, no,
1: I just started a new one with Damon Lake, which is uh Damn. Cage Collision. Damon's a brilliant trainer. Yeah, He's I know. A, if it weren't such a pain in the arse to get to that place, Parkwood, it's like, yeah. it's Maidstone, but it's, it's not. Where I live. Yeah, it's you, where I live. you go to Maidstone and you've got to go out that fucking hill, it takes like 20 minutes. But, but yeah, anyway, cool. So I do that with him, and that, that's we've done a couple of shows, that's been quite hard to get off the ground. Mm. Um, it's just I, like, I mean, if you get a middleweight that pulls out, I can virtually get a replacement on a day, but MMA is fucking I don't think it, it's
2: for the I think because MMA's new, and I feel like it new, like, is it. Um, when you look at the UFC, UFC is 1993. When you look at boxing, right, and MMA and UFC, I know MMA and UFC are different, yeah. but the UFC is your number one. like. Mm-hmm. So with boxing, you like the unlicensed scene. I can imagine the unlicensed scene started when you were saying about Caesars. Yeah. What year was that? Caesars, when I was there, 2008. So you've had, what, so Caesars 2008, we're 2023 now. Mm. It's had all that time for the unlicensed scene to grow, and I imagine yeah, with yeah. Um, MMA's beginning to get into that sort of territory, mm. now it needs just that bit of time to probably yeah, grow. And I yeah. think it will. I think, oh, the sort of disciplines with your boxing and stuff like that, it, it has that, mm-hmm. it just has that
1: time Definitely. to go. So, I
2: imagine that's why that's quite hard.
1: Yeah. So, anyway, back to where it was. During Sorry. that time <laughs> of promoting men, yeah. um, I got involved with the Peacock Gym. Um, very good friend of mine that, that owns it is Martin, Martin Bowers. So, I was there, because I was still a fighter, so I was promoting, but my aunt was still in fighting. I mean, it's lovely doing a big show and everyone saying it was great this and that but there's, there's nothing like being in that changing room um, yeah, nervous yes. fighting it's just you know we all we'll we'll know go about go it go so I was, I was at there really because I didn't really have a local gym to training and I spent a lot of time down there sparring everyone sparring loads of pros down there so I was training with a guy called Frank Griggs uh, brother of Johnny Griggs a really well known journeyman and he said I don't know why you don't go on the road pro have a few pro fights like, oh, I'll do it for a laugh. I only wanted a couple. So we went down to the board to get a licence and uh, they proper give it to me. They had videos of me kicking someone up the bum. They knew, like, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a right-shave <laughs> I do play right-up. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, just in the board, like, oh, yeah, we've got this video, you've kicked him up yeah, the ass. Like. At the time, they really hated unlicensed boxing, So they and I was all over the internet at the time, and... Um, they give me a trial bout, which is they don't do it no more because of insurance purposes, but they used to put you in with another pro boxer. Um, a trial bout. Anyone that's had their licence for a long, long time will tell you about it. And I um I boxed Costas I have been down to TKO. And they just add it in for me from the start. And um I've done about four rounds with him, boxed brilliant. Even Frank was going to the geezer from the ball. Look at that, that's class, look at that, what he just done. And then they knocked me back. No. Um, yeah, they knocked me back, and he's like Martin Bowers was everyone from the Peacock was like, "How can you knock it?" Like he he moves around with Southern Area Champions. It does all right with them, yeah. right? you know, this geezer can fight. It was they blamed it on my age. I was thirty four at the time, but we was under no illusions. We we're just going to go on the road, yeah, have a yeah. few fights, and try and iron out a few ticket sellers. Yeah, you know, it's not unrealistic. It's not a dream. Never, never once did we say we're going to you know, be a British champion or anything like that. <laughs> So uh, I got right disillusioned, and I was like, "Fuck that! Fuck pro boxing! Fuck the board!" And, um, it my, was the board member, you know. Wasn't no, it? there's loads of them. When I went for my second in, second interview, because so I had a first one which they grilled me, then I went back there again. I had Mickey Elliot, who's Whoa. who's a manager. He's got the most pro boxers in the country. He's, he's, he was there. Frank Greaves, he was there. And I had a letter from Martin Bower saying, like, this, he, he everyone down here Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't be putting my name up. This geezer can fight yeah. you know. 40 odd amateur bouts. You know, there's guys going up there now, or well, which guys going up there without getting no yeah. license. Yeah, but it's, I'm all over the net. I'm all over the net. Oh, oh, I'm yeah. boxing, this and that, Joey pile you know, a all, all, all few naughty people and that, they just don't like it. Yeah, mm. Martin said to me, your face just did not fit no matter what you'd done. You know, if you'd look like Sugar Ray Leonard in that trial back, you would never have got it. And we had a geezer, uh, I don't know if I should say his name, but a D- Dean, Dean Holland, the bald, he's from the Peacock. And then Martin's rung me up and said, look, how uh, fit are you? I said, well, I'm in the pub at the moment. <laughs> 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 the pub days after me, he said, do you want to come down next week and, and, and Dean and have a look at you and um and we'll get you through and I said, you know what, Martin, f- fuck them. He said, I don't blame you, mate, I really don't blame you and um, that's still, I mean, the peak not open to the public now but that was always spoke about when I used to go in their training People used to come up and go, oh, that was shocking what they'd done to you. But to be honest with you, it's it probably the best thing. Okay. I was I, gonna... I, yeah, I would have had to have stopped promoting. Yeah. Uh, no one would have ever known me through boxing.
0: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Professional. I've,
1: I've been professional. Oh, yeah, I reckon you would have caused a lot of upsets. Yeah, I'd have been a half time joke. Yeah. But unlicensed but just boxing, I've boxed in so many different countries. You know, I'll, I'll, that's going to sound a bit muggy, but I've been in books and documentaries <laughs> And if I'd have stopped promoting, I would have, I, I, bought, I bought three houses out of boxing. Right. Yeah, that's so more, than, more than most pros. But I was going to say, literally took the you words out of my mouth. Me, yeah, I just me. finished building houses. house. That's all I, I, I've been a scumbag most of my life, and I ain't been boxing, right? Ducking and diving. Never got fuck all out of it, right? People make the nicest boxing off or whatever. But I, I bought three houses out of it. Well, uh, you know, and there's not many pros around here, you could say, done one house. You know,
2: yeah. Uh, so I actually, you, you took the words out of my mouth. I was yeah. going to ask you if you regretted that second. No, no, no. Don't, no. Yeah.
1: You know, I, I, I'd, have, I'd have been punch drunk more than what I am now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have been, you know, I, I reckon, yeah, we was going to try and cause a few upsets. Have been after. I've had pro boxers tell me. That you would have been half decent, you know what I mean. And was, I'm under no illusion, but that's such an hard fucking game.
2: And no. you're you're with three lads that obviously we've all done the unlicensed scene, and did someone has anyone ever
1: fought them? No, yeah, no, no, I've never. No, no. surprised, yeah. it? surprising. Yeah. Like, I've been to a few, fair few shows as well. Yeah. back I've, when we was training and fighting. I'm
2: not going to lie, you, you. I, I, obviously I ain't going to say names but you get told certain things and then you get told other things then you get sort of wary yeah, but then you, the you then you actually meet the people and I've like you know, we've uh, met and spoke before yeah. and stuff like that and then I'm like I don't understand that you may have had a falling out for somebody but then this that and the other and you're like you get told one thing and then when you actually yeah. meet someone
1: yeah. they're like
2: yeah. a completely different yeah. person yeah. to what well, you I are mean, on the door I mean on the door
1: yeah, yeah that's what I mean and I was like I'll yeah, yeah. shitting myself yeah. like well, uh, you know, a you? lot of people say that <laughs> honestly I I try and get on with everyone yeah I just try I mean there are a few dickheads in boxing we all know them mm-hmm. but yeah. you know I just generally I mean generally I don't even really like boxing people to be honest with you I don't like the shows you go to the shows Trainers are saying the same old thing, yeah, we do things different down our club, you know. Yeah, yeah. Don't reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Boxers, you know, they can make be a bit deluded, can't they, at times, you know, and the fucking the fans are the worst fans ever, aren't they? Oh. <on>. Fucking yeah! Right. yeah, yeah Should have done yeah, this. Should have done yeah, this yeah. It's of the door. Have yeah, yeah. <laughs> people come out and talk about boxing? Oh, do you know what I will try and we'll do? We'll be glad you box. Bottle- or oh, play man. rugby. I've, uh, had people, well. I've had people drag a fag with a there and go, "Would you train me?" He's like, oh, "No." <laughs> 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 you know what I try and do is not have eye. I haven't done the door for a while, but try not to have eye contact with them. As soon as you catch eyes, they come up, man. Yeah, like, don't I'll just I <laughs> you walk just open the You just see the, like jack rabbit do Fucking hell, yeah, man. Yeah, we, we fucking you know, old. This is we
2: me up. We I was saying, like I was saying, you we'd do us three. You could have, like with the way that I think unlicensed has uh, evolved now to the shows that I know everyone seems to be doing shows now though. But yeah, the that's way the thing. I think, yeah. it, it's evolved to something, I think that our, we've been to shows that are better than pro shows, better than pro shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of well, the events. The
1: that- thing is, thing is, if it's a well matched unlicensed show, right? I mean, I, I've 50, had an 50. unlicensed show, and I've had seven tickets that ironed out. I nearly went out of business, but like you, we all know how the program works with the yeah. journeyman, right? Yeah. You know, they are move arounds. Unlicensed ain't them, too far. A lot of them ain't real fights, you know. Yeah. They're move arounds, you mm. know, and um, it's you know, I, I understand it's it's the process you've got to. Build your fighter up. You've got to make an illusion maybe that he's a better fighter than what he is. You, you've got to build his record up. I yeah. understand that. But when you've got eight f- to ten fights on a bill of building the geezer's record up, yeah. it, it's, spa- it's glorified sparring. Yeah. You know, and um, and it's, it gets boring. If you know what you're looking at, it gets boring. You can pretty much go down the bill and go, he's going to win, he's going to win, he's going to win, he's going to win, you know. Um a good, good, proper, unlicensed show. You don't know who's going to win, do you? It's you know. Obviously, you can get some terrible ones, and there's some terrible ones, like in local as well, where you, where you know who's going to win. But you know, a, a good one, you, you don't.
2: So the, me, I don't know if you remember this, but I remember going Matt Sims gym with um, Dan Mugate. Yeah. Me and Dan Woodgate were training, and we got chatting. Yeah, and um, I said, obviously I spoke to you uh, every fight. I think I had two home fight, home shows and then every other was
1: show. Was you down with Dan? Yeah, I was down oh, Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, well, we start chatting. This <laughs> a <laughs> oh, conversation. Yeah. Saying, yeah.
2: Cause I said, Oh, I just fought away. I was just fought away. Yeah. Know, just, and I wanted to do some home stuff. And then you mm. said, Oh, Respect you more than I'd respect half the boys that just want that easy fight, that easy yeah, fight. Yeah. And that fight. was a
1: conversation that we had yeah. at the time. Fighting at home is, you know, when you fight away, it's, it's a different fucking level. It's a different, yeah. it's, it's just, oh, I love it. Buffy's on your side. That's no, I it think yeah, it's brilliant. I've sure, had fucking geezers saying they're going to stab me in the corner. I've had beers chucked at me. <laughs> I absolutely mean, oh, love it. It's brilliant. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <it's>, uh, <laughs>
2: So, where unlicensed, you said you've boxed all over, like where where are the places that you've boxed like abroad? Oh,
1: abroad, yeah. I boxed in Malta four times, won three out there. Cool. Uh, I boxed in Spain, I boxed in Germany as, a, as an amateur, and France as an amateur. Um, yeah, unlicensed, I boxed in Malta four times, won three of them. I boxed in the Bull Ring at Benidorm. That was right. good. I boxed an MMA fighter out there. And. Um, it was good. In it. He needed a bash out. To be honest, um, boxing Dublin. Yeah.
2: What so. about like the Facebook page where they do that? Like ask for fighters. Every time they go, oh, I need a heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Every time mm-hmm. I need mm-hmm. a heavyweight. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a peep, 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 peep. <laughs> every time. Every. I don't
1: like. I know geezers heavyweights. They're out all the time. They're out every weekend, and I'm like, how do you get in all these fights? It's just because they they mo- they don't mind moving people around. Yeah. And they know when I fight, uh, like, there's a good chance that this old fucking bearded geezer might show you <laughs> up. <laughs> if, they ain't, if they ain't as good as they're meant to be or I see something, I, I'm all over them. Do you know what I mean? I don't, all, I don't always win a Pretty much I lose more than I win, but I fucking give it a good go. Yeah, I think, I f- and heavyweight
2: as well. You're not yeah, getting I mean, punched. You're not, tiny, you're not all. getting punched like...
1: Yeah,
2: by someone my size, it's no, just like no. 12 odd stone, and they like you're getting no. well, I'm not, off, no, I'm not 12 stone, off,
1: uh, as yeah. in my height. I mean, the good thing about <laughs> unlicensed, everyone is they're not always athletes, <laughs> you know, they're not, <laughs> yeah, they're not always in the best niche, so um, you know, it's not uh, it's not what was it? Where did you have to? because you're quite infamous for your beard isn't it what fight was it you sh- made you shame well oh, fucking yeah we went so we we went this promotion <laughs> in Spain right in the ball ring and um, so we was there so they were like right they don't know what unlicensed boxing is so it had to be governed by someone right the Spanish weren't having a, like, a promoter from England coming over putting a fight on in the ball ring and it not being um, what do you call it um, sanctioned yeah, yeah. Right, so we had to get it sanctioned by the amateur, Spanish amateur board, right? So they said, Right, you've got to all wear vests. And it's all one a nice like, now we ain't wearing fucking vests. Yeah. Anyway, we <laughs> suffered it in the end, right? It was all on wages, so it, it was uh, it was in our interest too. And um so I've gone up. Uh, to do medical and all that like. and the Spaniard went the beard it goes like that <laughs> I'm like what it's like the beard you've got to take it off I'm like nah fuck I can't do that no it has to go you won't box I was like nah I don't, I don't know it's I Don't know. know, do. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway so after the what was it like a medical weigh in in the morning something like that after i come back to the hotel my missus is there I'm nearly crying I'm saying the beard's gotta come up now. I wanna fight. I've gone over there to fight, I wanna yeah. fight. I'm not not gonna fight because of a beard. Yeah. And I've took this beard off and I look like a right mug. Right? <laughs> I just got, like, I was warming up and I was thinking, you look like a dick. Right? <laughs> it just took any bit of light, like, any bit of fucking aura I like, had about me. showing. I just it made me weaker. And I was thinking, because if you see me about a beard, I look uh, like a uh, right. I, right, I right, haven't, right, to right, be right. fair, no, I look like, oh, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> right. <laughs> like, and it's fucking horrible. Like, you know, I bet de-aged you probably don't. No? Oh, yeah, I just look like a boy. Like, look, you look at me, you go, what's he gonna do? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> fucking really it dumb you didn't know, I went out there and I, I boxed and what was his name. No. It was a last minute standing, no, right? Man. Uh, it was a big old big boy, wasn't it? He was he's, caught. he's no, he's not he's not that big. I can literally remember his fucking age. His brother's a really decent pro journeyman. Anyway, the promoter went, yeah, you're boxing someone from the UFC. And we're like, you know, you know when people do, they they train in cage fighting or MMA, they yeah. go, yeah, I'll do UFC. You're like, yeah, no, yeah, oh, you, you don't. Wow. So, yeah, you're on yeah, the yeah. low end of the I was out, I, was out, I was out there with Wayne Morley. Anyway, uh, I said, what's, what's the geezer's name? Said, oh, fuck. Anyway, it's done me. It's, it's gone out of my head. Anyway. I'm like, he don't do UFC, he's not, he's not been in the UFC, he does cage fighting, anyways, give me the name, i have fucking gone back to my hotel, Talk to him, Ping, bing, 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 he's cunt's been on the UFC. He <laughs> 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 oh, won the old fight. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I run up by him, I'm like, he fucking is, like, anyway, we've had a look at his, um, we've had a look at him warming up on the pads, right, and like, you, you can't judge anyone fighting on a right. pad or whatever. And he didn't look that great. Anyway, so I've took my beard off. We'd gone out there and the geezer knew how to fight. He proper knew how to fight. And uh I thought who do we have out there? Benny May, Chrissy Wootton. There was a few of us, a few of us out there in this fucking just before I walked out there, Wayne Morley's come out and gone, Pete, just ignore the heat. Just ignore the heat. I'm <laughs> like, shut up, fucking hell. A <laughs> big bright lights on and that. Yeah. So after that, I fucking went into depression for two weeks because I didn't have a, I didn't have a beard. I went on eBay and I'm trying to buy a fucking hair grower and shit like that. I had loads of different <laughs> potions, putting it all on my oh, face. Yeah, but it grew back. I bet like I grew back, back. back in about two weeks though. <laughs> <just> like... <laughs> well, it took a little bit longer than that, but um, yeah. But funny, funny times.
2: What's um, the um like craziest place that you've been to unlicensed?
1: Uh I've boxed in a few places where you got a warm-up in the bar with piss heads there. You know? oh, oh really? Like, oh yeah, 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 fucking hell. Um, I don't know just just yeah just shit old place. Yeah. I mean when I boxed a geezer called Lee Johnson in Liverpool done a 10 rounder with him Um, that was that was quite the crowd were like they were on me I was looking I was in Dan Woodgate was in my corner <laughs> right. he, he will fucking tell you yeah he, oh, was, he. he was in my corner mate the geezer done a flying knee on me in the second round Geezer need me, and if Dan Woodgate put a uh, write-up on Facebook, he'll back me up with every single thing I'll say today, right? He could have been fouled every every round. Like He strangled me in one of the rounds, and, it, it, yeah, it was fucking mental, mate. But you're looking like, what the fuck is I going was, on I here? I was <laughs> sitting in the corner, Dan was, Dan was obviously you know, giving me some water and all that, like. and I looked out the ring, and there was a geezer. I thought he helped me. He was going, so I'm going, yeah, 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 cheers, like that, like. Looking at Dan, and then then I worked out as the rounds went by, he's going to me. I'm going to fucking do you up. Right I'm going to stab you like that. i was like fucking hell. Oh yeah, it was horrific. Oh, it was horrific. And then I've come back. It was about the seventh round. This guy's just fouling me, but I, in the end, I I I'll tell you what I've done. But he's fouling me. It's becoming right. hard work I've gone back to a corner. I said to Dan, I said Dan, we ain't going to win this, are we? And he's going fucking the referee. Like just weren't giving. We just weren't doing his job. I said, let's have some fun. So I went out there and I just took the piss out of him. I was hit back in his jabs. I was fucking every <laughs> time he was low and landing shots at me. I was just screaming at him, ah, like that. And fucking at the end of the fight, the crowd come in. They were, I was like the hero. They were like fucking lifting me up, I was going, you're one tough fucker. Like, and the geezer, I thought he went, He went, Pete, I will never, ever get in the ring with you ever again. <laughs> <laughs> you're a fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah, but Dan come up. So we're, they put us up in the hotel and Dan come up with his mates. Big tall, do you remember the big, tall, every weight you trained? Uh, yeah. I, I think we trained think, separate times. Yeah, but. He, had, he, he had a big right hand. I don't think he had much else, but it he, he, he was cool. yeah, nice. I'm not too sure. I don't know. You come down into do me Corner. I don't even know his name. <laughs> I've been traveling all the way up to Liverpool. Yeah, but then come up and um yeah, God, We had a laugh. Yeah, he will tell you about it. He, he he says it was one of the best calls he'd done. He's probably just been nice to me. But um, just it, had some fun. It, yeah, it was guess. a ten rounder, and it was uh, the geezer. The geezer box, Lee Johnson. He's a pro now. He's like six foot six. Now, um, no disrespect to him, but. I was a different level of boxing ability. Yeah. But when you've got someone that, that big, athletic, yeah. is athletic, fit and aggressive, it's hard work. Do you know what I mean? It's just hard work. And the geezer was rough, he was sticking here like I said, he fly and need me, I think, in the third round. He probably didn't
2: like, have to get his like, knee up. Dad, Dad, what the fuck is he doing? He probably like, didn't have to get his knee up that far. Yeah, Five, no, six, it
1: six. He didn't, didn't. But yeah, Dan, Dan done the 10 rounds in the corner. Yeah, and the last fucking, the last three rounds, he gave he wish he'd never got in the ring with me. So I was much talking to him about on. Ed, button, his jabs, everything. Just fucking, him. Yeah, just act to that. Who's um, thing,
2: Who's like the hardest fighters? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll um, name a few like, that you can remember. Who really sticks out in your memory?
1: Because if you've had... Hardness for different reasons. Now, I've boxed some really good, like a really good Southpaw, Fred West, down in Portsmouth. Yeah, that's what they call it. That was a good set. I've boxed Mo Carbo, who's 54 at the moment. He's still knocking people out. And um, I've boxed him in his prime. They didn't go down too much, didn't they weren't great that fight. Uh Billy Carito, who's Malta's best heavyweight, I went over to fight him and there's pictures of him on the sides of houses and stuff like that. He's like a national oh, fucking hero. Right. Yeah, he's like a national he he was oh, cause he was 120 kilos, I was ninety-two. So um, a big yeah, just uh, I have been yeah. Malta before, it's such a lovely oh, place. As they well. take their boxing seriously. Yeah, Dublin, Dublin I'd hard fight out there. I just the sub, so, I've had some yes. hard for different reasons, do
2: you know yeah. what I mean? Um yeah. So the um, Liverpool, is there anywhere else that sticks out in mind? I've
1: been Liverpool, I've been Birmingham, I've been I've been everywhere, Portsmouth, I've been What uh,
2: about the sort of best shows then that you've been on, like the
1: most um, well run where you look and you think I, I this think is the, quite mustard? I think the Maltese are good, good shows. Um Lee Eaton done a good show. He used to do a couple of good <laughs> shows. Good mate of mine. He is.
2: Lee is yeah, pro. pro uh, <laughs> he's, uh, he manages Grant Dennis now as well. Yeah, he, he does so.
1: now. Yeah, yeah. None of not being been big headed. None of them have been like the ones that i put on. I wish I could have boxed. You know, I wish I was someone else boxing on my shows. Then they haven't been really great. And after time, I'm nervous. So I'm not really walking about looking. Having a look
2: around, yeah. yeah.
1: But um no, i probably I box in most cities, Box the top boys in most cities and um yeah, yeah I fucking loved it. I'm yeah. i out in Liverpool in two two weeks. Oh, I see so
2: you're still yeah. carrying on this. I was, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. boxing the lad up there who, there's a guy called Eric Sutton on the unlicensed scene there. He boxed with Ricky Atten and it is the amateurs at the same time as him, so he's from a really good stock. <laughs> and he, he just fucking, he's like a little fat heavyweight, right? He don't train, and he just boxes, and he just mugs, but he, You just can't hit him. He's brilliant, right? He's absolutely brilliant, and every so often he, he comes a bit unstuck where he don't train, and um, the guy I'm fighting beat him, beat him last year, so he's kind of like, I'm fighting the man that beat the man, if you like. Right. Um, well, sure. Yeah, so uh, that's, in, that's in three weeks' time, so I'm going to go up there and give it a right fucking go.
2: No plans to stop. You're just going to carry on going until...
1: Uh, no, I've got to stop. My eyesight's fucking terrible now. I spied a couple of times the other day. I couldn't stop eating jabs. I'm like, fucking. You know, I saw it, but it's like hit me in the nose. But I've got to stop, yeah. Don't worry, I
2: know someone could do an eyesight test for you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, um, I'll, I'll scrape these two for and I'll, and I'll, I'll just see how I feel. To so be honest with you, I'll just enjoy it. I mean, I'm not, I don't stop crying my eyes out if I don't win. I just like moving around making a miss. You know, I don't really get banged up. If I start getting banged up, you know, at my age, um, I'd knock it on the edge. Yeah, yeah. All, all the time, I'm having these fights and just get here a few times and have yeah, a good yeah. laugh. I take the misses up there or whatever and, and have a weekend away and yeah, just have a laugh. I just don't, I don't take myself too seriously, but I just enjoy that little bit of buzz when you walk in. Yeah, and, yeah. You know.
2: Then you're um you're still doing just no like carry on on you just growing your your promotion as well yeah just
1: doing that yeah just growing well, the four of them really just trying to um yeah just I mean the thing is with promoting like like you said earlier there's so many people doing it and it just makes it hard oh, because there's only so yeah. many gyms one yeah one week yeah and the other thing is well if they do I'm, I'm, I don't look at what other people do but you know if the, if if there is a bad show. Um, you could have one of the guys fighting on your next show, and then all your supporters go, I ain't going to one of them, I've been to one of them before. They're, shit. you know, yeah. Maybe it's your reputation it will, as well it, as theirs, yeah. It will suck, it will, you know, it will go dry soon. You can't have that many promoters and, and have successful shows. I mean, for me, my expectations are high, some people's might not be. Some people might want to put on a, an event, have 300 people in there earn £1,000 and they think, you know, they'd be called a promoter and they, they're they happy with that and you're competing with that sort of thing. But for me, it's, it's what I do mainly. So I've got to have a little bit higher expectation and stuff, if that sounds right. Yeah, I'm do
2: right. you feel like because you've done it since 2011, you're what, nearly, you're over about 12 years in the game, yeah, 13 years ago? Yeah, I'm
1: established, but it's still hard. You, you can't. You know, we do plan a year ahead, but you're only as good as your last show. Do you know? What yeah, I mean? yeah. So you only if you have a, if you have a terrible last show, then it can sort of it can uh, bite you on the ass sort of thing. You know, and you can't really you, you don't know where it's going. There's so many people doing it. You know, I, I can't say my show in September is going to be a sellout. I don't. I haven't even got anyone signed up for it yet, I, and I and I won't. I I generally do it a 12 week program. So 12 weeks before I'll start putting it out there. I'll start getting the names in, you know, um, get as many names in as possible. Start trying to match locally before you do, before you start paying people. Before, yeah. Down. And then, um, you know, tickets and posters. And then obviously as a week's countdown, you have your to-do list, if you like. And um, yeah, and you just, just stick to that. It's stressful, but once
2: it's finished, I imagine it can be quite satisfying.
1: It is, but then you then you have a little bit of a, a lull. Because you've been so busy and your mind's been preoccupied, it, it, it can take up every fucking second of the day just thinking about it. I mean, physical graft, it's nothing. It's all on the phone. It's all paper. But the pull you imagine like, say you've got 20 fights. So you've got 40 boxers. You've got a monitor for 12 weeks. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Such, a such and such is up at the pub. Well, he's got 100 of my tickets. Well, I'll give him a call. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and pullouts and stuff like that. You know, nobody ever comes up to you and says, like, um, I, I don't want to fight because I'm scared. You know, they, they just pull out and you'll get a text message. Or yeah. One of the favourite ones at the moment is checking into the Midway um, Hospital on Facebook. Oh, okay. I really need this right now in my life. And then, like, you see that and you're like, fuck it. Hell. Here we go. But, um, to
2: be fair, I think I've only ever pulled out of one fight and I yeah. actually ruptured my ligaments in my knee well, I
1: mean, and I felt you, horrendous because yeah, of it. Yeah, I mean, pull outs do happen. I don't, I don't think every single one of them's a lie, do you know what I mean? But it's sometimes uh, it's that... People just don't put the work in, do they? And then they're seen down Rochester three weeks before on the piss, and you're and, like,
2: I imagine walking to your promoter on the pitch, you're like, oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it can be hard work, but um, you know, like I say, the fighters today, you know, they they all want you say, look, I've got a show in ten weeks. Oh, I don't think there's going to be enough. Fuck, you know, I'm I'm ready tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> to be fair, ten weeks. I don't think yeah. it'd be enough. Do yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> Let it, with yeah. my bloody tire around you, me, you, you couldn't say that back in the
1: day. <laughs> if the trainer told you you was out of the weekend, yeah, you know, and you thought you was ready because we was always in the gym, Quite always really. sparring, always you know, always running or whatever, and we was ready to fight at a drop of a hat. But things changed now. Do I mean. you think mentality is different now? yeah of course it yeah. it's more relaxed now especially with a white collar and stuff like that anyone can yeah, do. anyone yeah. can do boxing yeah gym, well, gym. when, when yeah. i was young he it, 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 it was either an amateur or a professional yeah you know the unlicensed did go on well we didn't we didn't really hear about it but you know it was just different different ways then if you if you weren't seen in the gym for a couple of weeks you would get a phone call house phone as well because <laughs> 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 that's all you yeah, the mobiles weren't really they were about but we didn't have them do, you, do everyone
2: do everyone thinks they're a boxer nowadays as well?
1: Yeah, it's easy to be a boxer, isn't it? It's easy to be a boxer in this day and age. You know, you can you can just sign up for one of those ultra white collar things and right, whatever. Oh, um, yeah, you know, yeah. We, yeah man. and you know you can. But if you want to call them boxers, them sort of people smoking, training, do you know what I mean? And drink. It's it's just different. You're just dealing with a different, you know, different. Oh, quite, I think mean, uh, they're quite dangerous. though, I then mean. –
2: yeah, get, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. We, 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 we do do yeah. one, we do
1: 10 weeks, but what we do in our one, we get them, um, we obviously we teach teaching the basics, the fundamentals, but we get them touch sparring more or less straight away to condition them, because what happens with these ultra white clothings is they train them, a lot of the time the trainers ain't got a clue, and they stick them in sparring about three weeks before the actual show, and they get it and they're fucking shocked, they're, they think, yeah, oh, I don't yeah, want to yeah. do this. And uh, half of them drop out, and and just the fights, they just get it, and they're just not conditioned to it. I mean, you can't really you can't really condition a fighter to get in it in ten weeks. But on our on our little like, company, we try and get them in early touch sparring So getting yeah. getting a little bit of a feel of it. And most of our sessions are uh, are around that sort of sparring. You know, we don't do pad work and stuff like that. it's not going to it's not going to help them, is it? Mm-hmm. So,
2: Yes. So um you training
1: some lads like Jack Draper now doing the bit Yeah, I've trained stuff. Jack. I've got yeah, I've trained Jack for about four years. Um what's that like? world like for like training's pretty good. Yeah, yeah pretty I mean good. I I got involved with it for a bit. I was gonna have a couple of fights, they just kept pulling out, but I used to be right into so it. Like, said I like I started with Craig Amar, who was who's big in it. So I used to train with Craig and take him all around the country and he used to fight in it. Um, and that's when Jack approached me and asked me if I could get him involved with it. And I said, "Well, I can. I can give you the guys' names and stuff like that." And that's where that started. Um, yeah. To be fair, yeah, Jack used to box on a rival promotion. I didn't really like him when I first met. Him. It wasn't really him; it was people <laughs> around. Yeah, yeah. We, we know we know the promotion yeah,
2: We've we, we, we spoke. Yeah, he spoke yeah. About it
1: We know the promoters. And, and-, um, and then we um, we was meant to spar. It was meant to always meant to spar but it always didn't happen for some reason. And then I think he messaged me He said, Do you want to have a move round up the um elf club? So I went up there, we had a move round, we had a cracking Cracking spar. It was good. It was really good. Really competitive, but not no liberties taken. Mm. And then, um, then he come down, and I just started training him. Yeah, it,
2: it's mad. Obviously, I'm not going to say that this mm. is what happened. Mad that you could have someone that's your worst fucking enemy. You go mm. step in the ring together, smash the shit out each other. Yeah, and then you go for like a drink that. after. I mean, no, no, that's all. Yeah. But you can go and have a drink after. Yeah, yeah boxing's yeah. such a weird sport, like. Yeah,
1: no, he was just on a different platform to what I was, and I was like, I didn't. I have spoke to him a couple of times, but he was like that with me. He probably didn't like me because he was told certain things, do you know what I mean? And um don't
2: judge a book yeah, color, really. And then,
1: and then and then that's it, then we become close and he's he is family to me now. Yeah. He's like, like a son to me and my godfather to him and his kid. You know, so um yeah but the, the bare knuckle. But yeah I've got jacket to it and um yeah it was a way right. done well, got, wasn't yeah it, yeah, it was well. looks yeah. like he's gonna dim last fight wasn't wasn't great but it was a it was a standing opponent to be honest with you when he showed me him because he had about five different opponents and um, every every time they come up I was like fuck you know he's going to get hurt but this particular guy I've looked at him and it was a day or two before and um, I looked and I thought this guy's is going to be hard work he wasn't particularly great but he was long athletic yeah. and gangly and, and and fit do you know what I mean and and um, Jack's like, yeah, yeah, I, 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 you know, I don't, I reckon I'll do him this, that, and the other. And I didn't want to start saying to Jack, oh, Jack, it's just going to be a fucking hard fight, is, you know, because obviously yeah. he's buzzing about it. Yeah. For two days. So I had to do the opposite. I had to back him up. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon, yeah, you know, but you got to watch out for this and that. And then obviously, you know, you know the story, but um, the guy was really unorthodox and he was just, yeah, you know, I don't think he's ever going to come across someone like that again. Um, he, Got his eye cut in the first round. Now she, he's never been cut before, and it was quite a quite a bad cut. And um, he's come back to the corner I said, Look, you're standing off this geezer too long. You've got to press him, you have to press him. And he's whispered in the air, he said, Pete, I can't see, I can't see anything. Got him patched up and all that, like, and he went out and he just yeah, just walked onto an unorthodox shot. You you couldn't have blocked that shot. I mean, no, I mean no he right. saw it and unblocked yeah, it. Yeah. Um I was gutted for him, I was gutted for him, I said, this is going to hurt, you know, the next day you're going to wake up, because I've been done before, and it's it fucking it, it done my head in for months, you know what I mean? But he, he, he really handled it well. He got up and he went out to see his supporters, which is the best thing you can do. Mm. You know, they paid that money, rather than just go home sulking, you know, he went out there, spoke to him, yeah. sat with him, and all that lot. And he got over it, which was was you know I admired him for it. He spoke really well about it as well. Yeah. To be fair. when it happened to me, I buried my head in the sand and and done me fucking head in about it. You know, but you um you
2: had quite a, like did quite a bit of belief on the side of it. The um because you put up like some money to try and find him. Yeah, a flight, yeah. Yeah. Try, yeah,
1: yeah. No, I, I just, remember it as well. Yeah, because well, I had a couple of, uh, I put him on a, um, a couple of my shows, um, Bare Knuckle, and um, you know, there's loads, of, there's loads of so-called hard men out there, right, that can fight, but there's people that are willing to fucking step up and do it, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that are capable, but it's having the bottle is a different thing, yeah. so we had a couple of geezers step up. Jack annihilated them you know and people said oh that was were shit weren't they? they might be shit but they were the only ones that were willing to fucking do it yeah so um, we were running out of, of opponents like paid opponents so I just thought I'd just put it out put a bit of money up and see um, see, see who was up for it I had a couple of divs ring me up like right, deluded and in a he's going yeah, yeah. Going like you know, one of them one of them would tell me his name like right? he's, he's, he's messaged me uh, He's probably listening, so I'll, I'll give him a little bit of respect. He said, "He uh, he told me his name." I said, "What's your second name?" No, i ain't telling you, I felt like saying, "Look, there's no name you're going to tell me that's going to make me go, oh, I don't want to do it now." Do you know <laughs> what I mean? I wouldn't put that post up. Yeah, yeah. There was any like that post is to fight anyone. You know, it's not like oh, you're a bit too good now. We we don't, don't want to do it. It was like literally. Who wants it? Can yeah, have the money? Have it, yeah. you know what I Jack mean?
2: said Tom Dallas had uh, approached you as well.
1: Yeah, Tom, Tom did. I think it was, was up. It would have been a massive fight, that. That'd I mean, yeah, would be yeah, yeah, he'd that would be, yeah. have been a long time. Could have gone any way, that one. That would have been the biggest fight in Medway. I was licking oh. my lips for that. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's um, manager Dean. Um, something. Yeah, he's yeah, nice, yeah. not he? Yeah, he's all <laughs> nice, yeah. He approached me about it and, um, and I said, Yeah, I'll do it. And I was thinking, yeah, Fucking hell, that's going to be like, that's going to be a ticket seller. I'm all worried about security for that one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what it actually was is um, I think Tom was going to start training some professional fires at the time and all that. Lot, so I don't think he wanted his name dragged through that kind of scene. Right. It just didn't happen for whatever reason. Uh, you know, it's just one of them things. Um, I had another geezer. <laughs> I started talking to him. He was all up for it. and Then he said his bird wouldn't let him do it. I, fucking, I never listen to my bird about fighting. <laughs> you what, you're trying to get me to give up for ten years. We've four. We split up over it. If I want to, if I want to fight, I to fight. I don't ask my. Hard men don't ask their wives if they can fight. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and that was it. I just lost lost a bit. No, I didn't lose interest. So I'll probably put another post up about it. So, but I mean, he's contracted to these people. I think. I don't think he's under contract, but that's the way they carry. Anyway. Yeah, they're, they're professionals out here. They pay
2: good. Good. Pay. It's a good. Um, yeah. A good promotion yeah. as well. Like it's a big promotion. Yeah. So yeah. It's it good. is good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So what's uh, apart from obviously the fights in Liverpool? What's next for Pete?
1: Uh, I've got one up in Portsmouth as well in, in the same month. Um, what I'm gonna do? Um, I'm just gonna chill out. I just work. I just work. I train fighters. My nephew's doing really well at the moment. Absolutely brilliant fighter he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he's got some. <laughs> he's got sports. some. Uh, he's got some moves on him, mate. He's definitely got some moves. I'll put him in the amateurs as well. So he's bo- next week. He's boxing the. Yeah, uh, yeah I see that. Yeah. yeah, he's boxing the uh, national champion next week
2: looking to turn over
1: Mm, look what I know about the pro game is unless you unless you're a gold medal winner or you're a very decorated amateur Bill can't sell t- six tickets at my show. Right. Ain't, you, ain't, you know, unless you do 100 tickets or 60, 80, 70 tickets in the You're gonna game, be a, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, you ain't you ain't getting a fight. It's hard the part yeah, hardest part of boxing. Hardest part of boxing is You tickets, ain't getting same. a fight and like, you know, he's 22 now. Oh, fuck. I mean, super everywhere. He could do something at the amateurs. Mm. He could do because super heavyweight is different. I mean, Anthony Joshua was only boxing a short period of time yeah. and, and went to the Olympics because he's a super everywhere. There's not many... I think in the championships Bill was going to go in last year I think there was something like six entries in the UK because oh, yeah. obviously it's divided now you've got England boxing mm. and you've got the Alliance the Alliance, yeah. Bill's yeah. in the Alliance because they allow us to do unlicenses right you know and um no, I, you know, if, if that's, if it happened and it did, it, you know, it, it, I, I would, but I wouldn't advise him. i would just said to him that just enjoy your boxing, enjoy your boxing, you know, rather than him get a dream and it not work out. I haven't really explained to him the way pro boxing works and stuff like that. Um, but he's just happy. He's not really, he's not really from a boxing sort of background. So he thinks, you know, he thinks so
2: boxing is just boxing. Yeah. yeah. But it's good because yeah. it's like with you, you can direct people to right no, like that's God's what I mean. You know, like him, like. like yeah. I can I can personally say, and I know we've all agreed in it that when we first come into boxing, you're quite naive to it. Yeah. When you start watching and sitting around and do you start seeing things, mm. you just open your eyes a bit Definitely, more. definitely. So then you can see it's
1: things. It's a mm. very, very hard game pro-boxing. It's like, you know. Out of, out of 100 people, if you like, 100 pro boxers, 90 of them are probably not good enough to make it, okay? The other the other 10, they might make it, but retiring financially secure out of it, yeah, is probably yeah. one or two. Uh, you know, look at, um, I won't say his name, but a boxer, a boxer, three world titles uh, unsuccessfully. Retired at 30. Now, all his money's gone, right? So now he has, now in theory, he's a school leaver, right? But at 30, yeah, because he's put his whole life in a boxing. Now that's come to an end. He's got to go and get a job, isn't he? Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. What's he got? He's got no qualifications or nothing because he's been in boxing. He's chased his dream. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's got to be heartbreaking. He's going to go and work on a building site or in a factory. You yeah. Know? I mean, the guy's been around the world, has been on telly and stuff like that. It's, it's just, it's just an hard, hard sport. Yeah. yeah it really is an hard sport. I mean, to, to actually, I mean, titles are all right, but I don't pay the mortgage or the bills, do I? <laughs> you know? um, yeah, so I'd, I'd go. I was involved with it for a bit with Dominic um, Akinlade. He was a Southern Area champion. I was, oh, yeah, I met him. Yeah. I met him, yeah. A nice he was gonna do, um, He was going to do, he was going to box with one of Joe's shows, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, he was yeah, going yeah. to box with Joe, but um, I trained him for a while and um, it was good, really, because he, he didn't have to do tickets because of his resume, if you like. He'd, he'd been in with Anthony Joshua, Dylan White as amateurs, mm. won a Southern Area title. He, he got offered, like, 10s, 20 grand, loads of times when he was meant to fight in Bulgaria, France, even one in America. Um, but it's just, his politics. Stop, starts. Yeah. On. He's not right for telly. He's this, he's that. You know, and it's heartbreaking and I, I, I really couldn't give a shit if I ever trained a pro boxer again in my life, oh, you know. Obviously, if a superstar walked through, I would. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's just, it just really frustrated me, it did. Um, but, yeah, got high hopes for Billy. Um, he really is a good mover, really does look good. Would can, can, can hold his own with a half-decent pro now, I suppose.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: any, anything else you want to add not really no, all right. oh, uh, uh, oh yeah your show in uh, September yeah I've got I've, got, I've actually I've, oh, I've got 7, oh, <laughs> seven. Oh, <all> right. <laughs> <book> <laughs> yeah I booked 10 this year I never normally do it because they're so stressful like UKBC I was only putting on 2 a year but obviously I work with other people on their shows now so I've got a King's promotion I think you're fine aren't you Check else, he hasn't
2: uh, <laughs> he hasn't uh, we, we know he's oh, trying oh, try yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> he's yeah, got to get that
1: uh,
2: that's unique with my hair
1: let's oh, so yeah. yeah. go get that belly down belly off, boy. let's oh, get that yeah. belly off yeah, that I've got one of them in uh, that's junior 11, 11 yeah. I've got a charity show July 16th I've got MMA show July and the 2nd UK big UK BC one September the 7th uh, then it'll be another charity one down in we do that down at Leeds before and oh, folks yeah, yeah, I, I love that, that. Video. I'm banned from it <laughs> Why such a good geezer to work with? He runs it all for me, and now uh, I'll go down there once or twice a week, um, help him with the training and stuff like that. We're, we've been working together now for. He's got a good kid. His um, boy in the amateur one, Josh. Boxes on that Kings, Kings gym. James and his old man son. Right, okay, oh yeah, yeah, boy. Josh, yeah, Josh. Yeah, Josh. He's, He's fucking master, master. He's a good mate. A good kid. Yeah yeah so lucky enough I've got yeah a good partner in Wayne and so you know he's he basically like that it's what it is hopefully he'll be allowed in there soon but yeah he's it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's mad I promote, I promote from in my car it's absolutely mental and what I do is I go down when it's all running and get some fish and chips and walk around folks and it. it's lovely and get paid for it yeah, it's absolutely brilliant yeah but I regret doing it but it's just one of them things. of them it's just done like an spoiling everyone Yeah, yeah. nice families there you've got nice Kids running around, He yeah. You got divs jumping up, like, because everyone thinks
2: they've had anti josh and yeah, they have all had yeah. a drink, they
1: all want
2: to fire yeah. everyone. The um, what we like to do then with our guests, uh, mm-hmm. we, we ask all our guests basically create um, step by step your perfect boxer, mm-hmm. things like um, IQ, and like just basically pick a boxer from either nowadays or previous history.
1: See, so, yeah, I don't oh, people think I'm like, like okay, you're watching so and so and I've got. Who's that? Yeah, because I don't, I don't watch it. If, even every if, day. even if it's I old watch, school, like... Yeah, no, yeah. So you... I, I, I watch boxes that probably people don't know about. Right. So the only time I watch boxes for research purposes. Yeah, yeah. So if I want to clock a move, I want to clock away. Someone does it, but. Uh, so if
2: you was, if I was to say to you, who would you, your best boxer IQ? Who's got the best IQ for a boxer? So,
1: <laughs> defensively. A guy called george benton i was
2: going um, to say defensive after i say yeah
1: defensively george benton um, yeah was, was um one of the one of the most best guys that never won a, a world title i know it didn't sound right but he's he's probably one of the best defensive boxers of all time you see uh floyd mayover do the shoulder roll mm. bits and pieces this geezer was doing it in the 50s and 60s and looking the same look him up tonight and you'll see it um attacking like prowess Mike, Mike Tyson but believe it or not, Mike Tyson was an aggressive counter puncher mm-hmm. now you say that to people and they go well he's a slugger Mike Tyson always slipped before yeah. he froze, yeah, or, yeah. or rolled before he throws shots and, and he was an aggressive counter puncher but yeah attacking wise I do like him Evander Holyfield, footwork boys, footwork uh, footwork I'd say Sugar Ray Robinson Sugar Ray Leonard um there's, there's the like little bits of subtle footwork yeah. as well that you don't see um I, like, I mean not this isn't footwork, but another great defensive boxer james tony one of my yeah, yeah, yeah. i
2: yeah. studied yeah. him i studied yeah.
1: him for years um really good defensive fighter um winky, Wright, really yeah, good, winky really, right yeah really somewhere. good at the high guard a lot like, i do like the high guard as well i try and yeah. teach that a lot to my boxers it's it's so simple, but if you do it right, you can just walk through people. What about chin? Who's the best boxer? You've seen? Chin. Chin. It's government. The it's government. <laughs> the <It's just simple. laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, my chin's got me in trouble a few times. <laughs> I, I boxed a in Portsmouth and um, he started unloading on me, and I dropped my hands and let him bounce a few off my chin, right? Then he spun round and nearly took me head clean off of a left hook. And, um, in fact, I went back to <laughs> my corner, I was like, God, he can't bear. A <laughs> chick, <laughs> uh, 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 Cole Frotch, had a Cole Frotch, wicked chin, didn't yeah. Brilliant chin. Um, George Foreman. Yeah. What a chin. Yeah. What, a chin. Mm-hmm. what a chin he had. Um, what about? Eubank. Uh, Fuck it. Man. Chris what Eubank, senior. Yeah, senior. Senior, yeah. senior yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not junior. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> George, <laughs> senior, what a chin he had. Yeah, um there's
2: a few what about uh, punch power
1: punch what single punch power single punch power yeah Nazim is one um, Nazim Deontay Wilder yeah, Deontay Wilder is the one that really I think uh, for, uh, Julian uh, Jackson
2: yes yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that's, a, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a that's a name Gerald mclennan as well yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, well, good show yeah eh? yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, Well, thank you for joining us, no Pete. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, we're uh, a Cheers, yeah. boys. Um, just at the end, obviously come support us on the Patreon, three pounds a month. Also follow our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, the gentleman stories. Cheers.
1: Thank you so
2: much,
0: cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network.